Welcome up, BBB Army. Welcome back to another episode of BBB Army Hearts to Hearts. My name is Ruth. And I'm Nicole. Welcome, guys, back. We recover from Super Bowl weekend with the loss of the Bengals. Mm-hmm. I'm still livid about that. <laughs> <laughs> it, I'm just so angry. You know, I talked to my mom afterwards, and she was even saying how, like, the referee was calling flags that weren't even there. I know. You and other people on social media. It, yeah, a lot of, I, yep. A lot happened. I obviously went back to work. My students were debating here and there about the flags and referees and everything. Mm-hmm. So, but I did see that the Bengals went back home to Cincinnati and they got a warm welcome back from their hometown. So it was yes. nice to see that. So I did see that too. It was, it was beautiful, honestly. <laughs> They're, they have incredible fans, you know, I, that's great that their hometown welcomed them back with open arms. As they should. Oh, of course. Of course. Uh, so uh, this episode, we kind of had something we had. We did have something planned for this week's episode with another fan. But due to unfortunate things, things came up with that fans who couldn't come to this episode that we're filming. So we're going with plan B. So <laughs> plan B right here. <laughs> but we do hope to get this fan rescheduled later on in the next future episode. That way we can have this fan come on and everything for their BBB story to share to you guys. That's in the workings. We have to reschedule that. So, <laughs> but we are going with plan B. And this idea actually came from Nicole. Oh, <laughs> yes. It, well, okay. But to be fair, Ruth definitely also added in things to it as well. You have the base of it, you have the core idea. So, <laughs> this one, you guys, we're kind of going to go album by album. Now, of course, in today's episode, we are just going to hit one album at a time. Um, today, we are actually going all the way back to the original. We stitch these wounds. Yep, Ruth's already got it for once. I'm somewhat prepared to. <laughs> Going back to We Stitch These Wounds, though, for what we want to discuss is I don't know about you guys, but for me personally, when I'm listening to, and this can be any band, any song, any genre, but doesn't everyone have like that special part of a song, whether it's a lyric line or it's instrumental? I mean, there's something about that song that just hits you a specific part. And that's kind of what we want to dive into. And please, Ruth, please discuss what you also added into it. Oh, yeah. So yeah, Nicole threw this idea at me, which I absolutely love because obviously with each album, there are certain songs that gets our core that speaks to us and everyone has a different song. It could be the same but with going down each album as we mentioned we're going to go way back to their first album i thought it'd be kind of fun to do a quick bio of like when this was released where nicole and i were at the point and maybe how we were when this album was released and where we got it and just our (laughs) excitement because we both seen and already that each of our first album that at least I'm holding right now is falling apart because we both had this (laughs) since high school so I have to be careful opening mine because every time I open it the here I'm going to try the inside of the cd thing is broken so the cd will just come off so (laughs) mine just breaks you guys oh gosh but okay my cd is safe all my cds are in like a what, oh, they'll just put those, yeah, those, yeah, those CD binders, yeah, in my car. For those of you who don't know, this is what it looks like. <laughs> Picture here. Picture here. I know. Oh my gosh, mine is so old. Wow. 
I know. I remember purchasing this at Hot Topic. This is where I purchased it. The CD, this amazing, beautiful masterpiece was at Hot Topic for me. (laughs) Yes. Same here. I I didn't get to buy it. My mom actually bought it for my birthday. Mm -hmm. That was a great day. Literally came home, opened my stuff. And I mean, it was all Blackfoot Bride merchandise. Yes. (laughs) So that could not have been better. (laughs) Yes. I... I vaguely remember. I remember obviously the mall I went to. I don't think I got it when it was released because I was still kind of brand new to the realm of Blackville Brides. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I saw their new their first music video, Knives and Pens. And then I heard that they're working on an album. I think it might have been the maybe before the school year started for me, where my mom or at the time my mom's ex-boyfriend took me to the mall. We went to Hot Topic. I saw it and I'm like. I got just super excited. And I think it was on sale, maybe. I don't know. But I remember purchasing it that day and I was so thrilled and happy. I was like over, I was on cloud nine that day for me. So did you get it the year it was released? Yeah, I think I did get it. The oh, okay. Year it was released. And it was yeah. on sale? Yeah, I've, I don't know. I want to say yes, but I don't know. So. I know. Well, I don't know. Maybe you thought it was on sale because if I'm not mistaken, I think when I went to Hot Top, like my mom ended up taking me to the mall. Like it's funny, she took me to the mall later that weekend. And I think they were only on sale for like 15 bucks. You know, if I'm, I could be wrong, I but I'm pretty know. sure they were fi- only being sold for $15. I think, yeah, I re- maybe even 10. Maybe 10. I think mine was 15. I think mine was 15 at Hot Topic. All I remember that. The hardcore facts I can tell you is I purchased it at Hot Topic. I purchased it on the year it was released, 2010, and mm-hmm. I was hooked. That's all I can tell you. No, <laughs> so, I know. Well, so, okay. When you purchased it, you have you, did you hear the music beforehand or yeah. were you going in blindly? Going in blindly. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> I love it. The only song was Knives and Pens. That was it. <laughs> okay. Now I must ask, you're pretty brave because I don't really think at least for myself, I can honestly say I've never went into like a store and like looked at a CD and thought that should be good. I, I normally have to like hear things. So I'll, be- I'll have to like listen first. So I think for me, because that was high school, I want to say freshman year, I had a boyfriend at the time who, again, who introduced me to Blackfoot Brides because he posted the Knives and Pens music oh, video. Yeah. And I think, was iTunes? Yeah, iTunes was a thing back then, right? I iTunes. Think I think it's still a thing. But it's still I think a it's- thing, but like back then, for- I think it was slowly becoming popular. Oh yeah. iTunes was huge back then. Yeah. And so I remember my boyfriend at the, at the time then downloaded all their songs on iTunes and he was listening to it consistently in school before I even bought it. So I heard bits and pieces, but it was very like a blur. But yeah. And that's when I went to Hot Topic and there it was like, right. In, literally like as soon as you walked in there, it was, I was like, Blackville Brides. I'm like, like it was like a weird moment for me. It was like, that sounds so familiar. I was like, oh, they did the Knives of Pence music video. And so I looked it up and like, yeah, I looked and like, Knives of Pence, there it is. I'm like, this is the first album, isn't it? Sure. <laughs> so, you know, I had no clue it was their first album. I'll admit that. Like everything that I was seeing was all in October was when I found their music. 
But what I miss about Hot Topic is that month going in, they have like a shrine built for Blackville brides, like a whole, like, you know, when you go in and they have like a whole horror set, yes. you know, impulse like rack or whatever, like they have that for Blackville brides. And I miss that because now when I go in, I'm struggling to find merchandise from them. I know you, you, you um, yeah. Cause you remember the first shirt, right? Of oh Friday. yes. Oh, and I finally have it. It's like extra, extra large, you guys. I still have it. It's the first shirt I purchased of Black Bow Brides. It's still, it's in my closet right now. It's the, it's the original shirt I got. And it still fits me surprisingly from high school years. Like I wore that religiously in high school. Oh, was school. that the first shirt you got from them? Oh my God. The first, so my, I guess I should say first shirts. Cause as I said, my mom, you know, she came home from on my birthday, bought me all this stuff. It was the black shirt they have that says, you know, Blackville Brides and never give in on it. Oh, yes. And then I have the one where it has like a Sandra. Oh, Sandra. Um, has Sandra on it. That really classic golden. We oh, perfect. It was a perfect blanket. Like, yeah. I think it's like the perfect weapon shirt. Yes. And then oh, yes. my mom got me like the crop top blackville bride shirt that's like the black and white stripes yes i, I think those were like the first three shirts that i had and that's one thing about this album to, for any new blackville brides fans in the big movie army with this first album they had an, a drummer a female drummer named sandra before cc was mm -hmm. uh, came in so that was that's one thing i think a lot of new fans don't realize like in the first album it was sandra the drummer instead yes. of cc which that's a whole story in itself and i'm yeah know. didn't sandra I think, if i'm not mistaken didn't she ended up she ended up get, like leaving to go be with escape the fate yes. if i'm not mistaken I yeah i think so i i do know she left and it was she was not fired or anything guys i just want to clear that no, up left there on was, good terms left on good terms mm -hmm. there was no hate it wasn't greed of money or anything or any ego everything was in good terms uh andy i believe andy and the rest of the guys are still in communication with her and stuff so and yeah i know yeah. they follow each other on social media so everything's good guys there's no blood 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 anywhere between them so no honestly i think it was very beneficial like sandra is a excellent drummer but you know honestly i think it was a perfect moment for cc mm -hmm. you know to show his talent oh, to the world yeah. so i am ecstatic with the change that they made i know i will i'm going to just say this because <laughs> it was a part of me um so yes, I was there from the start when Sandra was in the, the band playing the drums and I thought she was phenomenal. She, she still is phenomenal. And because like, it was a female drummer and like, you rarely see that as it is. Right. And it was like the coolest thing ever. And then she did the album. She was in the perfect weapon music video. Again, cool. Awesome. Loved it. Mm -hmm. She had her signature glasses on, sunglasses. <laughs> and then it was announced that she left her, she left part ways. And so I was kind of sad. I was like, why? I, yeah. I, I really wanted to see you in concert and everything. And so the first concert I went to, that's when CC joined. So yeah, it's like, okay, CC, I love you. Everyone knows that I love you, CC. There is no, I have no hatred towards you, CC. Okay. I really don't. I freaking love you. I, okay. <laughs> when Sandra left and CC came in, when I went to my first Blackwell Brides concert, you know, it was a little bit of like, bittersweet feelings towards Cece because like, I really really wanted to see Sandra I really did and there was Cece and like don't get me wrong he he was phenomenal it was like I don't know I, I guess there was a part of me kept hoping Sandra would just come back but then I guess mm -hmm. I saw Cece playing on like reality hit like 
this is the new drummer. So I'm just like, okay. So <laughs> I, I definitely agree with you on it. Cause I was in the same boat. I did really like Sandra. And of course, you know, as you said, you don't really see many females playing instruments and in, in bands, you know, especially with all guys. So it was really cool to see, but for me, like going to my first show, as I said, they used a very old picture that had Sandra, Chris Hollywood, and Pan in it. So I was expecting to see all of those people. And when I, you know, heading there and I'm like, oh, it, Sandra's not there. There, Who is that person? Yeah. And who, where's the, you know, I was confused as all heck. I was so, oh my gosh. But then, you know, that's when I went home, did a bunch of research yeah. and I was like, okay, so this is what's going on. Yeah but I wasn't mad. You know, as I said, I enjoyed the show. All the guys that were there did amazing. We'll definitely have to do an episode talking about our first concert experience with Black Bull Brides because yes. I'm sure that's a lot of details we can get into. So, oh, heck yeah. Heck yes. <laughs> you know, going back to this album, I mean, Nicole and I, we were both in high school with this first album when it came mm-hmm. out. Like, wow. <laughs> it's crazy to think back of like how many years has been passed until when this album came out. I know. I was in 10th grade. Same when it came out. Yeah. We were both were in 10th grade. We were both in 10th grade. We were, yeah. Like I fell hard. <laughs> okay. So they I had got been, me through that hell hole. <laughs> uh, I remember listening to this as soon as I got home, I had a SpongeBob boom box. So I had a CD player in it. <laughs> hell yeah. I had a boom box too, girl. Mine was blue though. Like some oh. crazy sky blue, <laughs> but I played it and I swear as soon the first one, the outcast call to all arms spoke. I'm like, Ooh, okay. Okay. It's like chills just ran through my body. <laughs> I know saying, Oh, and I was confused too. Cause when I was listening to it, I was trying to figure out who was saying it. I'm like, Oh, who's, yeah. who's, who's yeah. doing this opening. Yeah. And at first I was like, is it Andy's voice? Is it just like really like lowered? Yeah. But then I was like, there's no way that there's no way. <laughs> Isn't it? who it, it was his grandfather grandfather that recorded grandfather, it correct yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is so cool mm-hmm. you know I mean going back to this album like I full-on admit guys I need to go back and listen to this original album because it's been so long since I've listened to most of the songs here I mean obviously we every BBB fan knows the staples of this album we have Nice and pens we have perfect weapon um Martitian daughter a wee wee stitch these wounds. Oh yeah, I forgot they have the acoustic version here too. Oh my god, well, how did I forget that? <laughs> oh, an acoustic version of knives and pens. Yeah, knives and pens. Mm-hmm. I love the acoustic version of knives and pens. I who when I found that, I was like, I gotta get that on my phone ASAP or my iPod. I don't know what I had at the time. Okay, so Nicole, from this first album, what would you say this, the song spoke to you in this album? <laughs> like my all-time favorite song from wow, the album let's go there yeah that's obviously sweet blasphemy mm-hmm. and it, it, it's of course i can't lie it is that main part where he says we are young and we are strong through strength and self we become something more than they can be this is our sweet blasphemy that's actually tattooed on my back that that just holds so much meaning to me it's my favorite part out of the entire um, song itself, because it's just the lyrics itself are strong. And, you know, of course being, you know, in school at the time, people are bullies, you know, people are rude. Of course I, I stood up for myself, but you know, once again, they got me through school, Mm -hmm. like literally if I don't know what I would have done without their music. I think for that, like, I guess it's, 
is it considered a chorus part from that song that when he's like whispering talking i don't know the best way to describe it i would say it's probably more of a um we are young and we are strong through the strength and self we become something more than that can be i raise my heart and sing yeah i want to say it's like a it's not a chorus part it's more like i wish i knew music terms i know same here (laughs) i'm like interlude but no that's not it either no it's not whatever that section of the song is i almost feel like all og fans know that particular section of that song because i feel like that was almost the anthem for the bbb army when it first started perfect i know the moment his voice gets low and he just starts and as you said whether it, it sounds like he's more saying it your heart my heart just melts and there's it's filled with so much warmth oh you guys, Sweet Blasphemy is literally my favorite song off this album. What about you, Ruth? Honestly, you know, it took me a while to like pinpoint it because all of them were so good just from listening from their first album, but Never Given, Never yeah. Given definitely spoke to me, especially like, obviously the chorus is like, Never Given, Never Back Down, um, but we are soldiers in the season. We can bring changes before we die tales of their beatings to fear what lies beneath your our eyes so it's just like he when I first heard that again like I dealt with teasing and bullying too during my high school years too and and through all this other stuff I was dealing in my personal life at that age it that song is just like never given like don't let them like all the negativity consume you and you are believing all that negativity which is completely false like don't give in to that shit no you are not that shit you are more than that shit you are other than this shit like don't give in never give in and so it it meant a lot just because I remember my first concert I went to of this of them and this was their only album that was released so Mm -hmm. and before Andy sang the song and it's even up on my YouTube channel he's like I wanted to make a band for the misfits, the people who felt alone, the people who thought they were weirds and freaks. So this next song is for you guys, Never Given. And he just started singing it. And I obviously went berserk, but those lyrics, this like, I know all fans say this, but it, it really felt like he was touching my soul when he said it, like he was speaking to me. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Girl, see, and that's exactly how I feel about Sweet Blasphemy. And it's funny that you said how he kind of was uh, um, on stage, you know, saying this one is for, he yeah, did that yeah. exact same thing with Sweet Blasphemy, obviously said different mm-hmm. words, but it's like that feeling that your heart gets right when he starts to sing that song. Oh my gosh. Can't lie. My second favorite song is Beautiful Remains. <laughs> that is a good one. I absolutely, I think that song is killer. The guitar rhythm itself is just chef's kiss, honestly. (laughs) It really is. No, it's like never given for me from the first album. And then just perfect weapon. Just that whole energy. Like I know the lyrics and the chorus repeat itself, but like like in our other previous episodes, when he roars that one note in the beginning, it's just like, 
hi. So, oh, I know. It's like, we see you. Yeah, it's just like, even the music video itself. Oh my God. I remember rewatching that music video over and over and over and over and over again. Can I just say that the uh, beginning part of Perfect Weapon where they're like putting on like the belt buckles and lighting the cigarette, all the sounds, is it just me or is it very satisfying it's to sad- hear all I, that? I, all I that thought- clicking and buckling. Oh my God. I thought that was the coolest thing ever, especially when they do that that focus of like Andy in the mirror, like stitching his wound and stuff. And then the, they, it goes back to the focus of all the other band members. I'm like, his, oh, I, how old was he back then? Okay. He's, that was 2010. What was it, like 18, 19 years yeah, old? Maybe? Something like that. I'm just like, I was a teenager. So of course I went like, oh, I can't do for it. So okay, the camera angles they used for that uh, music video were really cool, especially for that beginning part. Mm-hmm. Very artistic. I loved it. I thought that music video was really cool just because like it was them. They were performing with all of these fans and kids and teenagers. And I'm just like, I want it to be part of that crowd. Like if oh, I could yeah. be part, again, if I, I'm going to repeat myself here, but like that was the one music video I wanted to be a part of just to have mm-hmm. more paint and everything. And I'm just like, oh. I know to be standing there chanting black veil brides, black veil brides. I know. I agree with you. I, when I saw that, I was like, damn it. I wish I knew sooner. So I could have applied I honestly, or whatever. I know. I was just like, how, how, how can I be a part of this? How? So would the screaming at the beginning be like your favorite part out of the entire song? Or do you have a favorite? Yeah, I would say that. And also mm-hmm. towards the end too, where he's, um, you were he's screaming go but in that scream scream, oh yeah the go leave us alone yes his screams are perfect i oh legitimately i was i i I don't know how that man does it i know everyone uses their their vocals differently Mm -hmm. but the way he uses them to scream he really gets those like nice raspy tones i it was so good. Like I thought it was amazing. And obviously in the music video, he threw in an Easter egg. I mean, a lot of fans know this one already where the kid from Knives and Pens music video was in that crowd with his notebook. So. Yes. And you know, I didn't catch that at first either. Oh, I, I caught that within seconds. I'm like, what's the kid? yeah my husband had to actually point that out to me at the time. He's like, that's the same guy from Knives and Pens. I was like, no shit. So that was kind of cool to see that. I was like, they used them twice. That's awesome. They filmed Knives and Pens first, didn't they? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I thought. From Beautiful Remains, I really do like the I'll strike the match to set you off and watch you glisten. I don't know why, but like those lines in particular, when he sings it, I just, I'm just like, (laughs) there's something about that lyric line. I'll strike the match to set you off. I don't know why. I just always love that part. I never had a reason for it. I just enjoy it. It's the way he sings it. I don't know. It's just like that. I like Mortician Daughter for in this album. Like mm-hmm. we all know kind of the backstory of that song and who it was for back then. But I just love the sound of it. Like I think I even told you maybe on air on an episode, maybe just when we were just talking in general that I listened to that song a lot in high school, especially at night. Cause like I would I admit I had trouble sleeping at night mm-hmm. and that kind of just soothed me a lot and just kind of helped me, my brain to relax and everything. And it's like, it's time to breathe. It's just time to just breathe and just don't worry about anything. 
So it was just, I don't know. I love the back sounds and the guitar in that, in that song. And oh my God, I got to listen to it again, but it's like, I almost feel like there was rain sounds in the background. There was. Okay, it seems you. like there was rain at the beginning. And if I'm not mistaken at the end, I can't lie. That's a very enjoyable part of the song is there the is. rain. There's mm-hmm. the rain. I love it. And then like a, if I'm not mistaken, isn't there like a bit of thunder almost? Yes. I, I, yeah. I'm a sucker for rain and thunder. Like that is Eddie my white noise. <laughs> I, right? I know. It's very soothing, it very calming, very peaceful. Maybe that's why I love that song so much and that why I listen to I know. it so much for sleeping. <laughs> No, I would agree with you. Like the song itself just puts you like in a very calming mood. And I think I can, I think I speak for for everyone when I say everyone's favorite line out of that song is I love you more than I could ever scream. Who doesn't? I used to, I would say that to my husband all the time. Still do. Heaven's Calling is a wonderful song too. I do love Heaven's Calling. I feel like uh, maybe I could be wrong. I really do feel like out of this album, Heaven's Calling and All Your Hate is very underrated because those two are classics, I feel. Yeah, I almost feel like if we were have to talk about underdogs on this album, I feel like, yeah, those two songs are probably underdogs. Well, and you know, and they're good. the guitar rhythm for them is just crazy too. Mm-hmm. Like Jake and Jinx did amazing. They- did absolutely amazing just to kind of reminisce and back to this album where they are now I mean don't get the growth is just unbelievable from what they achieved from this album to the phantom tomorrow so oh yeah they have come they have progressed so much honestly every single one of them there's not one member that has never sounded better than the other they're always in sync with one another and they just keep progressing like i'm excited to see where they go from the phantom tomorrow okay i do want to point out one thing on the album jacket itself so obviously there we have the signature andy andy six okay i have to take a double take at this album cover art just because like yeah, obviously I knew it was Andy, but I thought at first it was an actual photo of him. But then when I look closely, I'm like, it's almost like a painting. Like they put like a filter yeah. to make like an oil painting, which I'm okay with. But I'm like, that is really cool. So I don't know. Do you know that story with the cover album? Because I don't. Like I actually, if I had to, if we had Andy, like all of a sudden pop up on the screen here and we were talking about this, like what was <laughs> the inspiration with the cover album? Like, why did you choose a style of like almost like a painting feel to it? I know I would like to know that too I do think it is a actual photo of Andy but I think it's like you know an oil paint filter kind of over it no I just remembered going to the back of this album jacket and then obviously reading this information about all the people who helped out with this album and then at the end is a thank you note from all the members themselves like we have Andy Jinx Sandra uh Jake and the old uh bass player classic gold though you guys gold this is gold era of black this is the gold era this is when their font and everything their morning star was featured i well it was pronounced it was promoted big so (laughs) yeah okay and if i'm not mistaken the song carolyn Mm-hmm. From my understanding, it's actually written about Jake's mother. Yeah, correct. I, I think that is right. Yeah, song breaks my heart. It's such a beautiful song. I, I feel like Carolyn doesn't get enough credit either, and it, it sucks because I feel like that's one I definitely do want to hear live. Where Carolyn, like we know, that's the song based on Jake's mother, and 
And I, I know we talked about this. I don't know if it was cut out from an episode just due to other stuff, but the, they had a promo ad going to find Carolyn for a music video they were going to work on. Yes. Yeah. So I remember that. I remember finding that at, I was literally at school and I think it was during like computer class, which was my last <laughs> class. My computer class was the last class of the day. And of course, you know, my work, I always got finished and I always had like an hour left. So we got to like do whatever we wanted. Nothing was blocked. And um, I went on to like the Black for Brides website and I found the whole Carolyn thing where they were like, please, you know, upload your videos if you want to be featured. Well, you know, we'll pick a winner of who gets to be Carolyn. Yeah. Um, I never actually, I don't think I did send something in. I was, I think I was too scared. I think I had something filmed, but I was too scared to send it in, but it didn't matter because I don't, they never made a music video. They never did. I remember maybe it was through their MySpace website or maybe their website itself that they made a promo video asking about. And then they had the guys like telling us to send in their submission video in for it. Mm-hmm. And then I remember my first concert I went to, I think it was at the merch booth stand because at the time I could only afford a one poster, but um, they had like a stack of promos about who was Carolyn and stuff about it. Same here. Like I, I think I recorded, I filmed something too, but I was terrified to set it in. Cause like, okay, back then insecurities were eating me alive back then. I'm like, I, I, I no, they're not going to pick me. I'm too, I literally said, I'm too fat. I'm too ugly. I'm not going to turn this in. Ruth. I know. I, it, I know. I know. I know. I know. I, I want to smack you with my lyric book here. My Blackfoot Brides lyric book. I know. I Girl, know. you are beautiful. Stop it. I know. I was bad. It was bad of me, but no, insecurities and other no you're going on so high school you know high school's tough it is I I don't actually that is a question I am always curious about like what happened like because they had all this promos and then they had fans submit their videos and but then they just never did it I know they never even said like we're so sorry due to things we just can't do it it just kind of was like it just got like scooted to the side. Scooted to the side. And then they were just working on their second album. So I'm just like. Yeah. Cause well, you know, I can't lie. The scariest part about uploading your video is knowing that every other person could just sit there and watch your video. I was scrolling through watching everyone else's. I can't lie. I'm sitting there. I'm laughing at some of them. And I probably know I shouldn't have been, but like it, <laughs> I had to watch what other people were doing. So I was like, maybe yeah, I'll get no. a full, a full idea of what I, what I could do during that time while they were still promoting and, you know, Carolyn and getting people's videos in on that site, they, that's when they also released, I think like a, what was it? Maybe like a six, 10 second teaser of, um, youth and whiskey. They literally released a teaser snippet of youth and whiskey. And I was so excited. I I kept replaying it over and over and over. And I, I'm wondering if maybe like set the world on fire just became a bigger plan than they thought and that's why the music video got pushed aside so okay i know we are our focus in this episode as we research she's going to be like i'm just going to go a little bit into to set the world on fire because it kind of has to tie in with carolyn in their whole video submission thing because i remember it was kind of we never heard anything from carolyn all of a sudden i almost felt like Mm -hmm. within seconds set the world on fire music video was out oh yeah and i remember watching that coolest thing ever which we will dive into another time but Throughout that video, you know, a fallen angel herself fell. It was a fan. And so my thought process is when I saw that was like, I saw the girl with the fallen angels. She was, she's the fallen angel. And I'm like, 
was she the one supposed to be Carolyn? And they just kind of like told her, you're not going to be Carolyn. You're going to be a fallen angel in our next video just to kind of make it up. Because that's yeah. where my head went. I think no, you're 100% correct. Because I, I do remember them picking the person. I believe that girl that was in Fallen Angels, I believe it was her that they picked. And I, she was supposed to be Carolyn, but clearly it didn't work out with Carolyn. And they ended up using her for the Fallen Angels music video. And I, I'm wondering if it's because, as I said, they released um, the yeah. snippet of Youth and Whiskey. So I'm wondering if they were working on Set the World on Fire and perhaps the Fallen Angel music video took priority. Probably. These questions need answers. Questions, <laughs> answers because I, we were just seriously wondering <laughs> we're sitting here all lost don't know what to do okay so here's a question from out of all these songs from movies that she's moon which one would you like to, besides i mean okay which one would you like to have seen to have a music video of their own <laughs> um that's yeah, easy sweet blasphemy oh okay. yeah yeah okay so yeah i can't lie yeah sweet blasphemy just because i love that song it's my favorite song come on i would agree with you like don't get me wrong i love never given i really do but i after listening to Sweet Blasphemy, I was like, that would have been a really cool music video if they would have mm-hmm. done it. Or even like a lyric music video, like they, how they do in their past, in their other music videos, like Crimson Skies and stuff. So. Yeah, I can definitely, if they ever were to make Sweet Blasphemy a music video, I can see it being more of like a live stage music mm-hmm. video, you know, where it's filmed them singing in front of a show and they film fans. Like that would be really cool. I, I kind of see it going more that way personally. Yeah, I can see that for sure. I can definitely see that. So, But I think that, you know, when, when it hits that middle part where he starts to talk, I can only imagine like them filming like a side shot of him, like leaning in, like all those fans. Oh, it would be beautiful. And it should be in black and white too. Ooh. With like a hint of gold, maybe, yes, I don't I know. <laughs> <laughs> so is yours sweet blasphemy as well yeah i like don't i love never given but like i would have to say yeah just to, just to, yeah. like that shot of him just singing or saying that one part of the anthem i'm just like i need to see that so <laughs> i don't blame you i know same here <laughs> that that needs to be a music video and i, I don't you know that's, a, that's kind of something that i'm wondering do bands ever like go back and make music videos for old songs or to do bands not do that i don't know if i've ever seen one do that before black brides please be the first come on you guys (laughs) do it we would appreciate it just mm, all fans will be glad just go back to that era with your long hair andy and your war paint (laughs) i got wigs for you andy it's it's chill (laughs) we'll get a black one we'll we'll, i'll cut it and tease it for you there you go just like the clip there are clip-ons you can do clip-ons just put the clip-ons on him and style it and reminiscence back to 18 19 year old andy in the era right there with the war paint in it oh my god i'll need to buy more wigs because i think we need wigs for all of them they all need to go back to their original hairstyle (laughs) oh we have lonnie now i wonder how he would look in that era if he started out with them if we okay okay (laughs) i would say at that rate because didn't lonnie have that perm he has to go back to the perm sorry lonnie you got to (laughs) i don't make the rules here (laughs) I just enforce them. It's okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I know I'm, I, I, all I have right now is that photo and all the memes that came with that photo. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying it. I adore Lonnie's perm. That was pretty great. 
And I think it would have worked for that era. Because imagine it being, it's already a perm. Imagine him teasing that shit. It would be great. It'd be a rat's nest, but it'd be a beautiful rat's nest. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we stitched these wounds had, um, have you actually heard the original copy before that copy? Yes! Oh my God. So different. I remember when this album came out, I... (sighs) Went to iTunes. I didn't download it since I had the album itself, but I do remember downloading all of their other songs they had available up on iTunes, like their singles, like there was Sex in Hollywood too. And everything. Oh yes, Sex in Hollywood, This Prayer for You. Yes. Okay, hang on. I'm looking for this right now. And what, a, a devil for me? Yeah. <laughs> so I remember I downloaded the Perfect Weapon single yes. version on iTunes at what it looked like. I know, I the eye in the middle is dope. And then I remember downloading The Magician Daughter. I don't know if you've never seen that. Mm-mm, I don't think I have, no. I've seen the original Mortician's Daughter with Andy on YouTube singing it. This one doesn't have the rain in the background, just all acoustic and stuff. Oh, gotcha. The original We Stitch These Wounds, what I really wish, I wish they left the bells in the beginning. Yeah, that was the, so that, yeah, that was the old one, yeah, right? Yeah, this with was the, bells. the single one, Yeah. <laughs> I wish they kept those bells in. Oh, yes. Wait, I got to go back now. Oh, my God. Hang on. Here we go. Here we go. Yes. The bells are the- yes. I read. Okay. It was so great. Mind blown explosion. Explosion. <laughs> explosion. When I heard this version, I'm like, didn't I have a single? And then I heard the bells in the wing, the wind. I'm like, and like at first, I thought this was a fan made up one. I'm like, no, that is them. That's his voice. Yeah. That's Andy's voice. And like, so I remember putting one. I'm listening to one here, listening to one here, going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I'm like, whoa. Well, it was definitely confusing, especially when you're first when you're first starting off as a fan and you're kind of trying to learn about the band and learn mm-hmm. their songs. I mean, background is very important. So hearing the we stitch these wounds off of you know the album itself and then going back and hearing like that old version i was like wait a minute like i have so many questions because why did they change it and you know what i mean i understand i think that was with uh chris hollywood and pan right i think it was yeah i mean don't get me wrong it's the change sounds great but they should have left the bells in <laughs> you know all my itunes thing transferred to my phone so right now it's saying this was the single was released in 2008 at least that's what it says on my phone no that is correct because <laughs> if i i'm i i think if you actually go on wikipedia it says that blackville brides formed in 2008 i think yeah it says. well the the sex in hollywood ep came out at least on my phone it says 2007 so then i have no clue I'm pretty sure it, it, Wikipedia, if, it, if they don't say 2008, it might be 2006. I have no clue. I don't think you can find these. I mean, you can probably find these singles and these versions now on like YouTube and stuff. On like, YouTube. I was, I'm so grateful that I still have them on my phone. Like they're here. Yeah. I downloaded them from iTunes. I don't know if they're still up on iTunes. I don't think they are. So <laughs> I don't know if they're on iTunes, YouTube, everyone will be able to find all of those songs. Mm-hmm. Oh, this album has, I think I can definitely say, Nicole, this album has definitely helped us in our own ways go through high school and also just help us deal with our personal shit going on during our (laughs) oh yeah high school year self which drama meant a lot of drama in our eyes so 100 percent. i think that is such a classic album i feel like that album just 
as it's, it states itself, you know, it's about love, hope, life, and never giving in. And I think that's a great thing that teenagers need to be taught <laughs> because we grow up being I, traumatized by everything. I feel, you know, bullies and our own parent, our own family members, friends, everything in life, like gets you down. And I feel like that album can just help you to real help you to realize that it's okay to be who you are and that you should never be ashamed of that and that you're not alone exactly mm-hmm. you're not you're not ever alone there there's always someone out there that is going through similar situations and you know there's going to be people that are going to be there for you and you don't even realize that they're there for you a hundred percent I know this album like holds very I hold very dearly to my heart I think it holds dearly to all fans because honestly, this is the album where they first started. BBB put yeah. their album out to the public and was hoping it would be a success. And you know what, BBB? It was a mixed success because here you are now producing amazing music with the Phantom Tomorrow, making a part two with it. I mean, we just got news that your second comic is on pre order. Hello. So I am excited for the second issue. I definitely uh, pre ordered mine. And you guys, the cover, delicious. Oh my God, the cover. As in the world of Archer, Pam. Sploosh. <laughs> but I do know we are it's we're getting pumped I mean I can I can feel it like something is going to happen here soon because like we are so close to March Nicole I I feel like everything is going to happen in March Nicole obviously the tour is going to start and I, I can feel it I can feel it they have some goodies for us in March besides the oh, concert yeah. so right I mean I'm just saying this is the year of Blackville Brides it Hell really is yeah they're releasing all the good shit I am ready. I hope everyone else is ready. <laughs> We're all in board. We're all in board. Whatever, just put us in this roller coaster. We have to just we're on. We're in for the ride. Give us yep. to us. Give us all the goodies. And you're on the roller coaster now. Once that broke. thing, the seatbelt comes down, you're stuck. There's no getting off this ride. Exactly. <laughs> Right, BBB Army, it is now time of the episode for the fan shout out. And this fan shout out actually goes to someone who really supports our show. Uh, she watches our videos, she tags us, she retweets our tweets, and really amazing BBB fan. Her name is Helen Rose. Uh, her username on Twitter is HJRose1. That's what she goes by on Twitter. Um, she's amazing. You probably have seen her artwork before somewhere around Instagram or on Twitter, but she did an amazing work of Andy himself. I'm going to find it right now where I can show you, but she's an amazing, talented artist and she definitely supports our show. I can see her love and dedication for the band itself. And I believe she's also the one of the monitors for the Black Bride's Facebook page for the, all the fans there. So I think she's one of the Ooh. monitors she got chosen. So yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Helen, for being super supportive of our channel. Like we really appreciate that. And I mean, yeah, your artwork, which I, I'm going to see here shortly, but you know, there I thought are. that was it too. Yeah. Yeah. You have, honestly, you're very talented and we do, we definitely see how much you support Blackville Brides. 
thank you so much for the dedication and the loyalty for them and for our channel. You rock. Uh, real quick, guys, before we officially wrap up this episode, we Nicole and I make a lot of Google Forms to help us with the show to interact with you guys. Obviously, it, it helps us with the giveaways and stuff. But one thing we love to do here on our show is communicate with you guys for you guys to come on the show and share your bbb story to, to us to, on our channel for everyone else who's watching and now listening on our podcast too um we wanted to create something that way you guys can fill out that will be easier for us to figure out when you guys have time and everything so we have created a google form for you guys to fill out if you are interested in sharing your bbb story the google form will be linked in our description will definitely be posted on our twitter account too Go, please, if you have any interest of sharing your BBB story with us and on our channel, please fill out the form. It does, the form is very simple. It asks you when your availability is, your time zone and everything. So if anyone internationally is in the UK and stuff, please let us know by filling that out. And uh, at the, I think the last question is just your Instagram or Twitter username. That way we can communicate out to you to see mm -hmm. if we can schedule you in. But if you are interested, please, we have that form down in the description below so please go sign up we would love to hear mm -hmm. your bbb stories here so yes we we, we take a huge interest in yes. learning how everyone discovers music and how you guys found blackville brides like that is a huge interest for us we're very <laughs> not just us i mean i'm sure blackville brides would if they ever come across and see this you know i'm sure they'd love to hear as well and i know that chris definitely loves watching fan stories to hear you guys' stories and stuff it's a great way for really all of us fans to connect with one another as well mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i mean don't be please don't be scared don't be shy if it makes you feel any better we're twice that amount too <laughs> oh, we literally time. are always on edge like <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are but please we would love to hear your story so please again if you're yes. interested the forum description will be down below in the description you can also find it on our twitter account too mm -hmm. we would love to hear your stories we will contact you as soon as we can when we get your information because we will again we would love to have you on the show to share your bbb story so well guys thank you and for tuning in for watching and listening to on our podcast remember you can find our podcast of our show on spotify google podcast and iHeartRadio, and everything and of course our youtube channel we have a youtube channel for you to see our faces and expressions of our faces that we do from time to time so <laughs> yes in case you're ever wondering if you're if you're trying to put like a picture to the face now is your chance to go to YouTube and you'll get the picture. <laughs> Hi. Wow. We do fun makeup looks every time. Hi. <laughs> Remember, all of our social media links will be down below. Please give our Twitter account a follow. Uh, Google Forms are also down in the description below. And yeah, we are excited for March because we have a strong feeling. We have a hunch. A lot of things are going to happen in March here for BBB Army and just BBB. So exciting things you guys exciting things hold on to your butts Woo! so <laughs> we will see you guys next week and with that bye-bye